your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. Like the guy just said, the guy just said that. Mayor Mitch Reynolds in studio, all snazzed up. Got to do that now, all snazzy. I mean, you 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 dressed you dressed pretty okay when you worked here, but I mean, you have like the jacket and big meetings. Is that do you ever go in just like what basketball shorts and you know? I don't. I have not shown up to work in basketball shorts yet. Yet. Uh, so you're like, I got. I just came from the Y, and then yeah, I just got. No, I have not. Uh, although I don't, I've never actually. I never came here in basketball. What's shorts the right city now? dress policy? You have one like the the do your does the city hall have a dress policy? Yeah, it's I think it's called sensible dress. I think is what we call it, and that's basically you know you're, we're all adults. Be smart and dress like you know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> so it's and that's and we just changed that this past year because it you know it was before it was still kind of that arcane, um, you know don't wear things that have flowers that are too big you know things like that it was just this thing that that was a a relic from the 70s basically okay so um not not really relic from the 70s but it's it was outdated and there was a lot of things like you can't have you can only have natural colors in your hair can't have tattoos that show that kind of thing it's like that doesn't make any sense today well all the parks rec people should be in either like lumberjack clothes or shorts and (laughs) shorts and t-shirt right like depending on what section of the parks and rec department you work in yeah i have actually recommended lumberjack clothes for everyone the only uh department apparently that i would be able to work for with my attire uh, 608-785-7914. Um, all right. So I got a lot of things on the list that very important things. Sure. Have you seen Top Gun 2 Maverick yet? Have you seen that? No, I'm the only one person um, in the two. city. Two people two. in lacrosse who have not seen that. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, $5 Tuesday. I'm going to try to do that tomorrow. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Uh, and you haven't seen Reacher yet. This was your homework two months ago. Yeah, I know. And you haven't gone. I haven't seen Reacher and yet. Seen, and this is like prime yeah. Mitch Reynolds. T- mm-hmm. I'm telling yeah. you, of all the shows in the world. Okay. That are Mitch Reynolds-y, I guess, like from what we we talk about. Maybe right. Reacher. I mean, you yeah. you might be more sophisticated in that, but like from what our Barely. conversations are, Judge Dredd and yeah, uh, Minority Report stuff I, like I that. I don't. There's not a ton of sophistication in the things that You've I watch. You've read Reacher. You've read it, right? Have you yes. read the books? Yeah. Yeah. So the spread not, up your alley. Not much. I think there's. I don't know how many books there are. I haven't read many of them. Yeah, you and my mom. My mom yeah. was telling me about yeah, she was reading. My mom Reacher. read them too, yeah. and she's like, "That Tom Cruise does not represent does Reacher. not represent Reacher. Terrible There's representation." No yeah, uh, Tom Cruise also as this uh, Air Force pilot. I haven't seen it yet, but as, as a sixty-year-old uh, pilot in the Air Force, I, I think he might or be too, no Navy in the Navy. He might be too short to be a pilot, actually. No, I think there's a well that too, but you can only. I think six two is the. I don't think you could be a pilot. Six. I think, I think it was six three. Actually. Six three. Okay. But I don't know because he's 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 very he's tall. a very generous five six. Yeah, for sure. So I think that he's too short to be a pilot. Well, in three years, when the Blue Angels come back here, two years, two years, mm-hmm. uh, I can ask those guys. Okay, and I could be wrong. I mean, maybe there's no uh, lower limit. I thought there maybe there just used to be, but that's fine. I I've heard that it's uh, our. Somebody on my staff went and watched it and said it was fantastic. Yeah, and everyone that I've talked to, but also all my friend, my, all my friends are boneheads. Right. That are that's right. Uh, wow, all your friends are boneheads. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, the unsophistication them... of Top Gun is wow. going to be right up their alley. I mean, give me a break. Um, Got you. Okay. All right. So, so uh, like some of the things I want to talk about, yep. and you gave me some things too that I, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. 
But right away, the city council meeting, you know, you come on the Monday before the city council meeting, as we've done, you know, yep. traditionally now for at least two mayors. I don't know if you did that. Before. Oh, yeah, it was back in the day. Mark Johnsrud, I believe, was the first guy that we had. We came, we brought in here um, on that uh, once a month. So. Okay, how many mayors ago was that? Was that is that Mark was, Johns and then Mark was right before Matt Harder. Okay, so so you're mayor number four that we've done this. That's correct. cool. That's correct. But learning something every day. All right. Um, but we, you, like I said, you come on before the city council meeting. The, now the city council page has changed a little bit. The agenda page, mm-hmm. and on there you get to the you go to the council day. Some you know Thursday. There's the agenda, the old school thing. There's agenda accessible. Okay. I don't know if you know this. It's just the HTML document yep. to the it's instead yep. of PDF, it's HTML. Yep. And then there's agenda packet. This is new. Okay. So I always complain about like having to download forty five you know, well look, how I mean, do you know? Do you know? Do you have it memorized how many things are on here today? I don't have it memorized, no. no. And then on top of that, every one of these items has four or five different PDFs, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. 10. Yeah. Um, so I downloaded the agenda package, which gives you all the PDFs all in the one PDF form, and that's great. Sounds very convenient. But it's 467 pages. That's <laughs> extremely convenient. Which is infinitely certain. It is. It is more convenient, but mm-hmm. also like the it just it just gives you I think a better scope of what the city council over over how many committee meetings in the past month to Thursday. Mm-hmm. What the city council is working on, right? It seems that seems overwhelming to me. The 467. A pages. lot of information. Yeah. We do a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. So, like, I, you know, and how many pages I've read of this? Like two. Yeah. I've read the uh, climate one and the bank conversion therapy one. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So those are the, the, those are the couple of things I wanted to get off right. my chest right away. Yeah. But when we come back, um, we're, we're cruising. Is everybody going to get to drive the EV bus here in a couple of days? Or just we're just going to we're going to debut it? Is everybody give, get to drive? Well, it? take it out to you know where Isle of Plume. Can we do some burnouts out? There? Like well, everyone gets to test drive the EV bus. If you I've get been in line. told. I've asked specifically if I can drive the bus, yeah. and I've been told no. No, you yeah, can't. So, even. so that's a, that's a what big, about like the dark of night? Maybe big no. Like yeah, you and, I think that that would not be something that would be generally acceptable. What happens if you get caught? Like you and I don't know who's the who's the utility. Super entertaining. To find who's out. utility? The transit director? Yeah, I just forgot his name. Adam Lorenz. Lorenz. Yeah. Like, you and Lorenz are out on Isle of Plume on sure. Friday at, yeah. like, 9.30, just cruising around the EV bus. And then the police arrest. Like, what is there? would there be a cover up there? Would the police be like, okay, I'll just give you guys a warning? How does that work with that? <laughs> I got to have, uh, I think is, maybe I have, I have the police chief on. And okay, yeah, this is, I think that would be a question for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's post the hypothetical Pose the hypothetical to the police chief and see what happens. All right. We'll be back. All right. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. Mayor Mitch Reynolds in studio here. I'm showing I'm showing him the uh, the city council agenda With and pink, then just being like, I don't, pink highlights. I don't know what any What's, of this what, means. What is this? Show and then you're like, and then you're like, I can explain that to oh, you. I, I think you have to explain all of this to everybody, except for maybe the city council members. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But no, okay. not all of it. But yeah. there's some stuff on there. But yeah. um, some of that stuff is just like business as usual, not all that controversial. It's just, you know, I think that was last month. I, I asked you beforehand. I'm like, what is this? And you're like, that's something we do every year. Not that big a deal. And it's not worth yeah. wasting time about, which is maybe that stuff, too. Well, this is so like you pointed to. And if you if folks, if we want to go to the city council, uh, um agenda the council agenda for this uh, for this month and the council meeting by the way if you would like to join us at, in the council chambers 
is at 6 p.m. on this Thursday. So there's a there's a number of bonding issues on the council agenda. I think there's seven of them, if I'm not mistaken, six or seven of them. And this is really the bonds. These are the this is the borrowing that we that was agreed to for um, 2022 in last year's capital improvement budget. And so this is what was approved last year by the city council that we had all the public hearings about and all that kind of stuff. And these are the bond issuances for that for that borrowing. So it's basically we're just you know we're 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 borrowing the money. To yeah. pay for the debt that we agreed to last year, and then showing it shows up on this. Then we're yeah. going to talk about sure. it for a minute. Right. Maybe yeah. we won't even talk about it for a minute. Maybe it just gets approved. No, the time to talk about that borrowing was last year when we agreed to right. it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that that happened during committee last week okay. that will show up. Uh, two sure. things: uh, de- declaring a climate emergency or re re re. Yeah, re- it's kind of reaffirming, reaffirming that right. uh, that commitment to uh, carbon neutrality by 2050, and just. Um, identifying a path forward for that. Uh, there's been some debate about whether that's entirely necessary. I, I think that, uh, again, that what what uh, Council Member Mackenzie Mandel has emphasized is that is a good opportunity for the City Council to re- reaffirm its commitment towards that clean energy future and that carbon neutrality and sustainability and that there is it just points us in a, in a, in a clean climate direction forward. So 2050 sometimes seems like too far out. And then sometimes I, it seems I would, like I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. 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 And then other times you're like, well, what are we going to do? You know, so then I, I yeah, and I think that as the closer that we get the the that uh, to that, I think that our opportunities to have carbon. I, I think it's the, what we're seeing now is a is it um, an acceleration of the the types of um, innovations that we'll need to actually get to carbon neutrality. And so I think that we're it, in reality, we're going to get there much faster. But I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know exactly when, obviously, but I think that I think it will be much sooner than 2050. And we're seeing, you know, I don't even know if you want to call it baby steps, but we yep. see some of the, the the stuff that we did with the lacrosse center. I think was toward that. Yep. Uh, we're we're unveiling the what we just talked about it. The EV bus. On, oh yeah. Uh, is that two buses? What day is that? Is that? Uh, we got that coming up. So the uh, I, I think it's Wednesday 6th, actually. But, yeah, I think yeah, it's Wednesday. Um, yeah, two 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 buses, and yep. we talked about a little bit about that last month when sure. you were on here. But uh, I think it's re, re, worth reiterating that the I mean, it's it's just EV buses. This isn't groundbreaking, but there is some groundbreaking steps into uh, beyond that. With yeah, the EV I, buses. I mean, one of the biggest commitments to sustainability and resiliency that we are that we are making in the city of La Crosse is not only the EV buses, which are certainly part of the equation and it's and they're awesome. But uh and and hats off to all the folks who had a hand in providing securing the funding for us to purchase those. I think it's great for a community our size, but I think the 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 most incredible part about that, and the thing that I talk about all the time, and and a lot of our staffers is still incredibly excited about it. The upgrades at the wastewater treatment plant are going to create a situation where we can build a microgrid on on Isle of Plume, so that um, where and this is where the bus garage is. Our transit facility is on Isle of Plume, as well as uh, our other municipal garages, and so that microgrid is going to be powered by the uh, methane that's created through the biodigestion process at the wastewater treatment plant. I mean, this is basically where this is this is going to be a self-sustained. Uh, microgrid on Isle La Plume. And so it's basically the wastewater treatment plant will be powering these electric buses, these all electric buses. And at some point, all of the all electric buses and also at some point, all of our all electric fleet. And so, you know, we got to get to that point where we're making advances in battery science so that obviously we can do much more with that and the cost can come down and that it, that the, that 
the all the uh, all the things that we're sourcing for uh, electric vehicles in general, the lithium, the cobalt, all that stuff that that's being done in a sustainable way as well. Right. Which, by the way, it's not disappointingly, but we're getting there. But at some point, it's all electric fleet, all uh, powered by the biodigestion process at our wastewater treatment plant. I mean, that's a huge investment, and it's gonna it it's paying it's gonna pay off in spades. Yeah, because one of the main one of the main arguments with electric vehicles is oh how are you powering them because you yeah. go home and plug them in or whatever sure and you think well how are you powering anything maybe coal maybe you know like how does your house get power i don't, I don't even i actually i'm not even sure how my house what what i'm burning to get power at my house but um it's not solar energy you know likely so you're talking right here is this the the powering of these buses yeah. is sustainable it's not yeah, like we're correct. not burning something to get you know, yeah. the, the the offset of burning fossil fuels versus burning something else isn't happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm pretty pleased by that, and so I think that that's uh, it 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 gets us moving in the right direction in a big big way, and hopefully we can duplicate that in other ways throughout the city. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. And Mayor Mitch Reynolds did reiterate he is not going to get to drive the EV buses even in the dark of night. Correct. Um, okay, so let's go from buses to road construction. Sure. And this is, uh, yeah, I think it's always funny because when we talk about fix the roads, uh, mm-hmm. it's always a fun conversation to have on this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but when we talk with the mayor about fix the roads, a lot of the road projects that are happening right now, Lacrosse Street, where we, we've just begun the year long process to fix Lacrosse Street, which we talked about quite a bit last month, right. and then all of South Avenue is is we're starting work on you know different areas of that project, the roundabout project there, and then if you get to the very south side, the party. The party house roundabout, if we can we can nickname that the party house roundabout. Love it. Um, that one's a little hairier. Uh, if you, I don't know if you noticed this in Winona. Mm-hmm. You, do you ever? So in Winona, it's a it's a cluster F when you get to Winona in front of Fleet Farm there okay. because they're putting a roundabout right there. All right. And it's like traffic's backed up for miles. Okay. And and then it's uh, and then you see the state legislator there. Uh, just on on social media, I'm talking to the DOT. So if yeah. if 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 you want to like you know your stock in the political game, just you post a lot of stuff, how DOT. you're talking to the DOT yeah. to get the traffic. I'm working on better ways to get people through the party house roundabout area. And then now when lacrosse street becomes, you know, whatever it becomes when people can't get through that, just say, Hey, I'm talking yeah. to the DOT Cause and, these are DOT projects. And, yeah, they are DOT projects. I want to make be very clear about something. I, uh, you know, I have, uh, been intermittently fond of and not particularly pleased about roundabouts in the past. And I do really think that roundabouts are great for traffic safety, but they're not. But they're awful for pedestrian safety. And um, and I don't. I I am personally not a fan of the all the roundabout plans for the, uh, of the DOT, uh, including the roundabout at uh, you know Cass and Seventh. I think it creates a barrier for those, especially who are who have some are dealing with a disability. And uh, I don't think they're terribly functional for pedestrians, and it's frustrating, or for the elderly, for that matter. And I'm uh, not, a, not a big fan of that. So that's my one anti-DOT thing. Uh, I do have to say that I greatly appreciate how the DOT has worked with the City of La Crosse in terms of timeline and uh, through all the really challenging aspects of getting these two projects to the point where we can actually start them. Uh, you know that we've been talking about La Crosse Street for forever in fact it's been pl- being planned for more than 20 years Yeah, i didn't believe you last month and you're yeah. like because i was like oh we talked about it so it must have been a plan four or five years ago and you're like no 1998 i think yeah. is what you said last month um which is weird but that's also part of the north south corridor project that they yeah, axed right. 
which maybe changed the plans and move. I don't know, moved but, it but up the also, timeline. The DOT was also willing to, you know, they 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 didn't start till. I mean, it officially starts today because they they gave space so that we could have that track meet without mm-hmm. having all those traffic disruptions. So that was, you know, they've been really good partners in terms of planning and uh, working with us on that. So I I just I'm very pleased and I can't. It's remarkable that we're actually getting to the point. People for so many years have been frustrated with Lacrosse Street for whatever reason. I mean, it's obviously bumpy. But you okay, know. well, how about this? Why are we doing it now? If if they put it off for twenty years, then why does it leave it? But why does it get done now? Why is it this is the year? Do you, uh, you want to take credit, or hell, you yeah, want to, no. you want the state legislature I to gave take him a credit? Call. I said you better fix the street right now. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I gave him the strong arm. No, I. It, I mean, it just it, we got to the point where we every all the pieces. We, uh, I mean, we the, passed the infrastructure deal that we haven't passed. I don't even know if Obama passed an infrastructure oh, deal. Oh, big infrastructure bill. But yeah. that's not that's federal, so that's oh, not yeah. state either. No, we're not seeing any of that money flow through right now. I mean, yeah. we, we will in the next year. Probably we'll see start to see some projects getting funded by that, and then for the next five years. But um, this is certainly not one of them. All right, that's Mayor Mitch Reynolds. We got to take a break. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Just telling Mitch about uh, my getting pulled over this weekend for speeding, yeah. uh, which I admitted to. Sure. Sometimes uh, sometimes it's, it's like uh, my passenger in the car was like, why didn't you lie? And I was like, because I was speeding. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't go, I didn't tell him how much, but I, you know, and I gave my, ex- I, I told him the truth, but also I lied about the excuse. Sure. So I don't know. I don't drive out here very often, officer. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, uh, but it was just kind of funny where 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 I got that uh, warning in the middle of nowhere. Um, why are you here? Anyway, um, all right. So you, I don't know what these are, but you said you're getting a lot of questions, and July Fourth oh, yeah. is on yep. the horizon, of course. Yeah, and it and it, it, it's close enough now. Yeah. We're past the month. You know, this is where I start just shooting them off in the in the driveway. Can okay. I just start shooting off my fireworks in the driveway in Lacrosse? You know, you don't live in Lacrosse, no. so you can do anything you want. Yeah, and people Up do. You. And you. people, do. I leave my little community on July Fourth because people do whatever they want. Yeah, my dog does not out, like it. You go out and and uh, and shoot your bottle rockets across the golf course as much <laughs> as you want over in your little community. Yeah. In Lacrosse, however, we are uh, we are bound by the state statutes that. Uh, wherein um, there are certain classes of fireworks that are illegal. Anything basically, just for a reminder, anything that basically goes up in the air or explodes is illegal in in lacrosse, and there's various different items that fit within those categories. Uh, One of the things that we were looking at way back in the wintertime was making some changes or looking at how we could make changes to, um, to our code so that we could have some better enforcement teeth just because it turned into basically, I mean, it wasn't a war zone, but there was a lot of illegal firework usage last summer, last uh, around the 4th of July especially. And we just had so many different stories, people calling up, talking about their dogs and talking about those who had, you know, their uh, children who are autistic or, um, you know, folks who suffer from PTSD or just any any sort of issue where people had problems with the sudden sounds, the things that fireworks are, essentially. Right. Um, and so we were looking at ways to address that, and through that, we identified there was a number of things that our city clerk, Nikki Elson, identified as some issues in our fireworks regulations that were not up to date. So she identified those, and we're fixing those. And as it turns out, we're, we don't really need to make any changes to our current fireworks regulations to, um, 
to to better to make them better enforceable. What we are going to do, and what we've done, and, and so so anything that you're seeing in terms of what the city council is doing this week for fireworks regulations, it really doesn't change the the restrictions. You are still not allowed to use fireworks in the state of Wisconsin, including the city of La Crosse, without a permit. If they, you know, if they go up in the air and explode, can I throw snakes at people? Uh, throw snakes at people. Okay. Not literal snakes, but you know, the little black, yeah, little yeah. tuby thing. Don't know. Um, <laughs> sparklers, can I throw sparklers? Because then they go up. Okay, I, I would recommend that you not throw sparklers <laughs> at people because they, I mean, sparklers get up to like 1200 degrees or something like that, you know, and they'll burn you. Anyway, so we decided that, that, um, we are going to engage in an educational process. We're going to try to encourage people to really understand that folks can be, significantly negatively impacted by by fireworks by explosions by random explosions around the neighborhood at night and we're frankly we're going to hope that people can uh that speaks to their to their sense of empathy and that they will act accordingly but i will say that the that judge marcou um our municipal judge has also raised the fine for illegal fireworks to 502 dollars so if you do get ticketed for illegal fireworks, you that ticket will be five hundred to two dollars and we should we should designate like a day where we shoot fireworks. No. Yeah, it's called the fourth of July <laughs> and you need a permit to do that. And then everyone can go watch them, you know, out in the and park we, we do have a permit process for fireworks within the city of La Crosse and those are those are I sign those on a regular basis. Um, so it does occur. Uh, but that we are uh, going to abide by Wisconsin statutes in relation to the rest of illegal fireworks. And, again, the judge has determined that we need to increase the fine to $502, which is, which is what I completely support. How tough – I mean, this is probably a better question for the police, but, man, it's, it's probably pretty tough to catch the person. That, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's really – it's difficult because, you, you know, typically what's going on is that folks are in an alley and they're shooting off some fireworks and they scatter. Yeah. Um, so it, there's, it's a difficult thing to enforce. There's no question. I, I, are you going to, the, que- the question I would have for people out there that are, that are utilizing illegal fireworks within the city of La Crosse, is it worth the risk? Is it worth the $502 ticket? And please note that this is not something that the city council is coming up with and expecting the judge to, you know, to agree to. The judge has, uh, you know, when we came to the judge and said, uh, "What you know, are you willing to increase the the the, uh, the ticket for these fireworks?" and we got uh, you know eventually settled on five hundred two dollars. I don't know why it's five hundred two dollars, by the way. Yeah, two but it's five hundred two dollars. It was one hundred twenty four, but uh, that was something that he agreed to. So my guess is that when they come in front of him with that ticket, that he is going to he's that you're going to have to pay it. Well, what I hope is that when somebody gets the ticket and goes in front of the judge yeah. what are contesting it or whatever that then you either pay the fine or you you do some amount of community service because that's a lot of money for for a lot of people yeah, and also like say, don't, don't shoot the illegal fireworks don't shoot the it's illegal fireworks two dollars right leave them don't buy them and don't light them off because it'll save you 502 dollars and possibly a finger yeah if not for yourself and the 502 dollars you know because that's the most important also for like everyone's dogs and you know, and then if you really want to be caring, you know, the people that are affected by the fireworks. But if there's first, a lot of them. There are so many. Rick, you don't. It's it's amazing how many people. But how nobody many cares about people. They don't. I, it's I, yourself. Care, Rick, yourself. People, people care about people. You think so? They do. People care about people. The people at care about core, themselves. At their core, they care about people. Sometimes they care about puppies more. 
but they definitely care about people. Yes, myself, $500, my neighbor's dog, my dog, the puppies, <laughs> the puppies. save the puppies. Save the puppies. Uh, because they will be affected the rest of their lives. I yeah. hit my, I hit my, one of my dogs with a basketball when it was a puppy. <laughs> I didn't try it; just came out of the hoop, hit the puppy. The puppy was afraid of dribbling basketballs for the rest of his life. Basketball. It was unreal. Like every time I dribble the basketball, <laughs> pew, right. gone. So yeah. yeah, save the puppies, and then you know, also you know, the veterans and everybody else affected yeah. by fireworks. If you if you want to be that kind of person. Number three is calling. Let's, oh, okay. let's do it. Wait, Get your headphones, headphones on. on. Number go. three, okay, he's putting go. his headphones on. Okay, go ahead. Go. You're on with the mayor. How are you two dudes doing? We're good. See, Mitch, how much is a fine for shooting a gun in lacrosse? I I don't know how much that is, frankly. I think I think shooting firecrackers is five hundred and two dollars. I never see that much money for anybody shooting down on the. I think that it's considerably more than that, actually. It is, okay. I would think so, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I've never been charged with shooting uh, somebody. Well, the bond for the dude is $50,000. Yeah, so that's a a cost. There is also a court cost. There's a deal there. But, I mean, just these people that shoot in their backyards, you know, them shell bullets got to land someplace. And I look up on some of this stuff for guns and that, and it said, well, they all... The county, so much money, but I keep looking and I never see where they pay it. Sure. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I once it gets, you know, once our police do enforcement action, it's really kind of up to the county or the uh, the, the circuit court system to um, to ensure. I mean, because illegal discharge of uh, what is it called? Illegal use of a firearm or illegal discharge? I can't remember what the uh, that particular ticket is or that particular uh, charge is, but. You want me to just keep clicking I, on inmates till I get one? Yeah, I mean, I believe it'll it's, just happen eventually. No, I don't know what it is. I don't even. I don't know. I think it's. I know it's. I think is that a felony? I don't know if that's a felony. I don't know. I guess I don't even know the answer to that question. There's somebody that's listening right now that can answer that question, but it, it is not me. I know that you know. Obviously, um, possession of a, a firearm by a felon is a felony. The so. fine for shooting a gun probably is more than five hundred two dollars. I would be but, my guess, yeah. but maybe not. I would think it would Let's be. See. Um, yeah. Also, kind of works into the fireworks thing. You could probably make shooting a gun also like you could add to the because you're kind of shooting a thing that explodes into the air. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, guns are not part of the fireworks legislation for a particular reason. Um, yeah, they're their own thing. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Okay. Um, had some fun talking, you know, over the past month and a half about no mo may. Oh and, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, every once in a while, I shoot you a, a picture of my dad's version of. He does. He's not even mowing the lawn. He's 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 raking the lawn with some weird contraption. He's raking the rocks out of the ditch in the lawn, That's but he's fun. wearing like a gas mask and it's and just crazy. Yeah. Um. And multiple pictures of my dad doing crazy stuff like that. Um. But no mow may. Everyone knows what no mow may was. Uh, but how, first of all, did you get your what you called yard, not lawn? Were you able to uh, survive it? And yeah, and, you no, know. it was actually. Uh, I did. I got my mowed okay. It was not a problem at all. I did have some grass that was. I don't know, probably 16 inches high, uh, and as most folks in my neighborhood did, uh, I, you know, we count this as a success because the the theory behind it is pretty solid. That uh, what we're doing, or the science behind it, is pretty solid. Is that what we're doing is providing additional habitat for pollinators, and if you know, we had roughly 1,500 people that registered, and a lot of people who did it and who didn't register, frankly, but we had a lot of people who did it who who were registered. Our 1,500 people who did it who were registered. 
And uh, that's a lot of acreage in the city of La Crosse. And I felt really, really good about that. So uh, if that's, and I think that that's, we're looking at, oh, I, was, I have a percentage and I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. It's, it's really funny too, because we lot. have 1,500 people sign up. Hey, what did you sign up for? Just to be lazy for a Basically, not mow my grass. <laughs> and, then, and, and folks who are really into it and really engaged in the whole concept and the idea, and we're really passionate about this idea of helping helping um, you know, this, this, this practice of sustainability and helping our pollinators. And I, I thought it was great. And I, I was really thrilled. I do want to remind folks, this is really important. You know, May has ended, and we now we're providing you that period of time from June 1st to June 14th. Basically, here's your window. Cut your grass. And we, we mean it. Now you got to cut your grass. I can't wait for the public works meetings where somebody didn't mow their lawn. You literally for... have to cut your grass now. <laughs> you have two weeks. Uh, you got to cut your grass. I mean, I have a neighbor that mows his lawn two or three times a week. There we so. go. Cut your grass right now. And I'm not playing around. You do not. I, I did this. Not. I did we, this last week. I gave yeah, tips. My dad gave tips it. on how to properly mow put long it, you know, grass. Push your deck up as high as it'll half go. Make that first path. Do half a swath. Whatever you got to do, but get it cut. And, and this, and I said, this also promotes small business. So when people yep. don't do that and their lawnmowers break, they they have to go to the small <laughs> engine cool. shop. And that's we're just promoting small business as well. Yeah, I, I do not want my inspection department to be out writing tickets for for grass. So I know that our inspection department is out there and they're talking to people and they're taking a lot of calls. Uh, and you know what I did? I walked across the street to my neighbor and said, "Hey, do you need help with this? Don't." And rather than calling and complaining about your neighbor, why don't you go over and see if your neighbor needs help? I mean, some, my neighbor's 81 years, I think he's 81 or 82 years old. If and, not, if and not it's reasonable, your... it's reasonable to go over and say, hey, I know this is, and he wanted to do this. And he was yeah. all about it. But I think at the end of May, he's probably looking at his grass going, I can't cut that. If and not so, for your neighbor, for your neighbor's dog, who's having trouble navigating through the weeds <laughs> with the ticks, probably some more ticks. I don't know, but we haven't, uh, that was one of the measurables that I think we're going to look at as the, you know, in terms of ticks and disease and things like that, see if there's any difference there. I mean, it's going to, we're going to do an evaluation of this and see what it looks like for next year because we can't just randomly and blindly buy into something unless we know uh, what exactly we're doing. So, But beyond the Nomo May thing, there are yeah. some other initiatives. Did you want to bring those up? Like there's some other initiatives uh, that, that residents can take advantage of. Do you know these off the top of your head or do well, I need a, to? I mean, there's the things we've done. Right, we did in the fall the the mulch uh, the uh, what's it called mulch hmm. what is it called mulch it don't mow it don't mulch it no Mo- what was it called I don't know we mulched the leaves don't the name for don't it? rake your leaves mulch your leaves I, there was a clever name for it <laughs> it escapes me off the top of my head it was great it was uh, instead of raking your leaves out to the boulevard or getting rid of them just kind of uh, compost them or, or mow them into your yard mm. uh, which I did it was fantastic and uh, there's there's they Throughout the year, they again uh, another they, initiative where yeah. hey, you don't actually have to do yeah. the thing; just be lazy and mow <laughs> your leaves. Like <laughs> these are the easiest things in the world to do. Pretty easy. Yeah, uh, we also were doing this uh, this beautify uh, uh, project as well, which is awesome. And it's that's less that's more about um, really just engaging folks in planting um, well, flowers and and things like that in, in places like in boulevards and things like that. So. Really excited about that as well. We have all that information on our website. Uh, really thrilled about the types of things that we're going to be seeing around the city of La Crosse. Obviously, it's uh, we can't we can't um, we can we can't have we can't have like tall grasses, elephant grasses, things like that in the boulevard because of uh, sight lines. But but we can we can put a lot of really really do some beautification work in in the city, and a lot of folks are are super engaged in that throughout the city. 
All right, one more. We're going to go to the phones sure. before we take a break. Yeah, uh, caller, you're on the air. Who's this? Oh, hi, this is Leah. Hey, Leah, you're on with Mitch. Go ahead. Uh, I'm calling about the uh, sculpture that's going to be placed in Riverside Park in the place of the big Indian. The, the, the ducks? Yes. Okay. I find no sense in having a duck sculpture there. I thought it was supposed to be, uh, it should be something honoring the Native Americans, since who is going to go down there, tourists or whatever, to stand by duck sculptures and I, take pictures when we have live ducks right there in the river? Sure. Now, this thing really passed through really fast. Can I just, I, there is, the duck, the duck was turned down by the park board, so I okay. don't. Okay, okay, good, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, and I don't know, I mean, it was just, it was a duck that was like, 18 inches tall or something like that. There was there was little baby ducklings too. A there duck. was a there was a duck and some ducklings. Yeah, but, yep. Yeah. So that was turned down by the park board. Turned down. All right. So mm-hmm. honor the ducks. Don't feed the ducks. There's bread, a, by there the is a there is a veterans statue um, a, a, a statue honoring veterans that's planned for Riverside Park. Maybe that's what she's referring to. So that's I think that that's that's going to be a little bit different than the duck. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's less offensive to her. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. All right. Yeah. We got to take a break. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. She's got a minute. Can we do a minute on Lacrosse School District referendum? Do you have a minute, Mayor? Yeah, sure. I don't know how this is. I know that the school district is doing a survey. They're sending out a survey. Depending on how that survey comes back, they're going to determine it's whether out. it's tonight. They're presenting at the oh, school okay. board meeting. All right. So I, I don't know how that's going to look, but uh, that will determine whether it goes to referendum. Uh, I am skeptical whether Lacrosse voters will say yes to 195 million dollars worth of high school. We'll see. Um, I think that there is a lot of concern that I've heard about combining the two high schools and about uh, where it's going and about the amount of traffic and driving and all the other things that go along with that. Uh, I understand the need for the school district to um, to cut costs, uh, operational costs. Uh, I'm just not, I'm not certain that this is something that lacrosse voters will buy into, especially for those who are looking at combining a school in one part of the town, uh, one part of the city that decreases the ability of kids to walk and bike to school. Well, and it's it's almost like a city-state issue, right, or a district-state issue, like, hey, because the state isn't funding the school district in a way. That, sure, it's also therefore, de- declining enrollment as well. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We have, you know, four, 5,000 fewer kids here right. than there were in 1978. So it's, yeah, I mean, we have too much space. There's no question. Right, So so then what do you do if you don't, if you don't consolidate high schools, do you make the, the school smaller or, you know, there's... Yeah, and I think that in some, obviously, some schools just don't, don't they're not, we can't make them smaller, you know. Uh, there's just, it doesn't work. But, you know, we can, there may be other levels of creativity we can get to. And again, that depends on whether they go to referendum and whether it passes. More uh, child care centers inside the schools. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks, everybody, for Thank listening. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> Bye.